Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. And we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything. Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Love Podcast. Podcast. All right, well, for those of you who don't know, we just got back from traveling, and I always love traveling because... You get to do fun things like wait in that security line. And one of my favorite parts always is getting to deal with the TSA. No matter what, it seems like I just have some kind of sticker on my head with the TSA agents. (laughs) And So I'm just going to tell you a story of what happened to me just the other day because it's fresh in my mind. So... We're going through security and it's crazy. We were out in San Diego and it was the craziest stretch of security. It took so long. The lines were just crazy. So we get up through where you go through the little monitor thing. I don't know what it is. It's not a metal detector anymore. It's like a, it looks at the fillings in your teeth and, you know, sees you naked. I don't know what it does, but (laughs) you guys know what I'm talking about. So Megan goes through the scanner and everything's fine. And then it's my turn to step up and they say, sir, are your pockets emptied? You know, all the normal questions. Okay, come in here, put your feet awkwardly on these two spots and put your arms up. So I put my arms up, they put me through and she, and the nice lady says, okay, go ahead and step over here. So <laughs> very quickly, I'm approached by two men, two other TSA agents. And they go something along the lines of, sir, is your grind groin a sensitive area and and I'm like is my groin a sensitive area like what kind of question is that and they're like sir why don't you go ahead and turn around and look at the monitor so they proceed to turn me around granted there's a thousand people everywhere well yeah I did and Megan's saying yes my groin is actually sensitive and the guy's like well turn around and look at the monitor sir So I turn around and I look at the monitor. So they proceed to show me on this big screen my body or a little outline of my body. And then my crotch lit up in bright yellow. Now I have no idea why my crotch was lit up in bright yellow. But then one of the gentlemen says, all right, sir, well, do you want to do this out here? Do you want to go in the back room? Well, let me tell you, I'm not going in the back room no matter what, because who knows what'll happen. So they proceed to feel me up, literally pat me down. They feel everywhere. There's a thousand people watching me. And anyway, I survived. I'm here. (laughs) Megan was no help. She was just over in the corner laughing at me, but that's okay. I probably would have been doing the same for her. (laughs) But Ultimately, that was a very, very uncomfortable situation to say the least. (laughs) But today we're actually talking about getting out of your comfort zone and not only getting out of your comfort zone, the benefits of getting comfortable in your discomfort. Okay. So, I mean, that's just amazing. First of all, like we need to just backtrack and talk about this for one more second because... (laughs) I don't know how you possibly misheard them to have them think about, have them think that you were responding to them asking if your groin was a sensitive area. 
who uh, who talks I, and then my thing is like i'm i'm fully capable human being but when i walk through security and i've flown a thousand times and i've never once had a ts agent talk about my groin <laughs> all right i'll give you that it was probably weird so yeah we just got back from san diego and we were actually at social media marketing world which is a conference um, a big conference where you get to talk about all the things social media, which is great when you're in podcasting and blogging and all the things we do. And so we went and we took we took a few days, like Wednesday through Sunday. And the conference was Wednesday through Friday. And it was just an amazing experience. It was actually my very first experience at Social Media Marketing World. Brandon's been, this was his third year, so he was a little bit more of a veteran than I am. So he got to show me the ropes for sure. And not only was it Meg's first social media marketing world, it was her first conference ever. So yay for Meg. She made it. For those of you who haven't listened before, one of the things about Meg is that she is an introvert. And so going to a conference may not be the most comfortable thing in the world. No, it was really hard to do. Thankfully... I was able to have my wonderful, amazing husband right by my side, but uh, we didn't really stick together the whole time anyway. So I was actually doing quite a bit of this on my own, which is kind of a big deal for me. Yeah. And uh, if you guys haven't been to a conference before, obviously, you know, you're going to different sessions. They're all set up a little bit differently, but ultimately you're trying to meet, meet new people, learn new ideas, go through all of that. And it was funny at one point at the very beginning of the conference, the keynote was up there and he was like, okay, what I want all of you to do in this moment, I want you to look to your left and now I want you to look to your right. I want you to look forward and then I want you to turn around and look behind you. And then he says, those are people, people here who are trying to learn just like you, because I think it's so often you just get into your comfort zone and you're like, I'm not dealing with other people. I'm not, they're complete strangers. And it's a little bit scary, even as an extrovert like me, but Meg and her introverted world really had to come into her own. So one of my online slash Instagram idols is Jasmine Starr. And if you don't know who she is, you should totally be following her. Jasmine Starr has this amazing program, and no, this is not a sponsor. This is just me telling you that it's amazing, called Social Curator that I'm a part of. And so I had been in her world for quite some time at this point, and she was going to be speaking at one of the sessions. So I was totally pumped, and I was like, I am going to meet Jasmine Starr. Like, this is the goal of the conference for me. <laughs> After she speaks, I'm going to meet her. But of course, you know, I'm like totally nervous and my thing is always like, what am I going to say? I'm going to sound like such an idiot. Like I'm going to be like, hey, cool, cool presentation, Jasmine. And then I'll be like, you know, what I can get out. (laughs) (laughs) So I was really nervous about getting to meet her, but I knew I had to do it because I would just knew that if I didn't, I would regret it for sure. And I didn't want to live with regret, (laughs) but I didn't want to have that regret when I got home like why did I not take the chance and not go up and meet her so she did her thing afterwards there was like a whole group of people trying to meet her I went up and I absolutely introduced myself I was totally shaking I was completely 
and ridiculously nervous for just, I mean, really when you put it down to the simplest thing, she's just another person, but I was like totally freaked out to meet her shaking, nervous, but I did it. I did it. I actually formed real world, real words. I don't think I sounded too crazy. Brandon was there, so he can probably tell you if I did, but I think I formed real words, real sentences. I think I did okay, and I got my picture with Miss Jasmine Starr, and it was awesome. Yeah, she did actually form words. She remembered her name, but she was definitely fangirling. (laughs) (laughs) But I think Meg would even admit this, that really, you know, taking the effort and going to talk to Jasmine or, you know, really anyone who you look up to can be really difficult. But I think even in this conference, I really saw just from a like from the outside perspective, like Meg really growing because so often she fears certain situations or, you know, big groups of people. Like she said, you always fear like you're going to say something dumb. I mean, I'm extroverted and I still believe what am I going to say? I'm going to say something stupid or whatever. And then it could prevent you from actually taking the step to talk to them. But once Meg was doing it, and I think she would tell you it, it became a lot easier. 100%. Yeah. It was by the time we were going to the next sessions, there happened to be another Instagram session that same day that we both wanted to go to. And afterwards, Brandon was like, eh, I don't know, you know, should we stick around and meet and meet this speaker? And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, you, you follow her, you know her, like you, we totally should. And by that time, I was... I was not comfortable, but I didn't have the same fear as I did the first go around. Then, you know, each time we were introducing ourselves or talking to one of the speakers, it just felt a little bit easier. And now, you know, I'd still be nervous to to meet anyone new, but I think I'm more well equipped to, to do it. Yeah. Like Megan said, I mean, as a even as an extrovert, like I have no problem talking to people. A lot of what I do in my job is is talking to people, talking about what I do And I'm completely comfortable in my own skin. But when you're at a conference and you're trying to approach people, especially people that you admire and look up to, it just is challenging. And you don't really want to step out because of fear of saying something silly or whatever. But really, as you go on to it and you put yourself out there, it just becomes easier. It was actually really cool when we were at the conference that set up where they have different niche tables and they have what people are interested in. And we actually had a lot of really good conversations with other podcasters, other people in different fields. And you just get different different understandings and where they're coming from and everyone's doing things a little bit differently. But you're just able to learn and grow. It was just really cool to see all the different groups of people come together. But everyone really has to step outside, get your face out of your phone And not shrink into a ball because I think so often when you get into an uncomfortable situation or a situation that could be uncomfortable, it's really easy to just go back to your comfort, to just go back to your phone and pet it and stroke it and flip through Instagram on it instead of looking out and actually having conversations. But we really pushed ourselves to make sure that we were doing that. We did. It was so funny because we... Okay, so you need to understand something. When we are recording this podcast, it's not glamorous. We are really, truly, in real time, sitting on our couch and passing a microphone back and forth. So we were getting, like, all the tips from the other podcasters that we met. 
we were like, how does it work to add in a second mic? How does it work to what mic should we even have? Like, do we even have a good enough one? What what systems, what everything, you know, tell us all your tips and tricks. But even just something like that from people that are just one or two steps ahead of us that aren't huge names or anything, just getting that knowledge was, was a huge step of growth, I think, for both of us because we don't generally reach out in that capacity and want to learn and just get uncomfortable for the sake of for the sake of growth but here we were doing it and here's a good side note too so they had all these little tables set up for different Brandon was saying different niche interests and uh one of them was so amazing it was labeled the introvert table and I walked by it and looked at Brandon he looked at me and we realized the table's empty (laughs) Because what kind of self-respecting introvert would go to a table to talk to other introverts? It's just not what we do. And we both had a good laugh because we couldn't believe what we were seeing. It was just so perfect. I wonder if they'll have the introvert table next year, actually. (laughs) I don't think I ever saw anyone sitting at the introvert table the whole time. The conference was great. And really, every time we do it, every time, and we've talked about this before, but we just never regret taking the trip. And really taking the opportunity to do something new. Because what happens is we sit here most of the time, and I'm sure all of you do as well, and you're with your normal core group of people. Most of the time, they're very much like you. They look like you. They talk like you. They act like you. They have the same habits and rituals and things that they do as you. And when you go out and you talk to new people from completely new fields, from completely different countries even, you find such a new assortment of ideas and an understanding that you would have never had had you just stuck in your comfort zone. And that's one of the things where why we really took the step to push ourselves because going to this conference or just going to San Diego in and of itself, it's a lot different than North Carolina. By going out and talking to new people and putting new things in front of yourself, it can really give you more opportunities to grow. Yeah, I feel like I not came into my own, but we've definitely really embraced this whole idea for 2019. Just this this being uncomfortable thing is actually really good for you idea. The only way we're, we're really ever going to make progress is to go outside of that comfort zone. Which, if you're like me, it's actually the worst thing ever to have to do because I like to be comfortable. I mean, I like to be comfortable in the way that like at 5.03 p.m. I need to be in my pajamas type comfortable. I don't want to go out. I don't want to do anything. I want to be at home with my husband and my kids. Like, I live for comfort. So to do anything outside of that is just not really in my DNA. I get all flushed if there's too much attention on me. I'm the voice of our auto attendant at work and... Every single time I have to hear myself on it, I grimace and like, ugh, I do not like this. And every time I do a Instagram story where it's just like my direct face in the screen, I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. So really, anytime I'm doing any of this, it's just an opportunity for growth and it's hard. It's uncomfortable. But as I'm doing it, I know that I'm just getting better so that eventually I can tackle that and move on to the next Thing that would be hard and scary that I can overcome. 
Yeah, and the more times you do those things, just the easier it gets. And I know we've talked about that before, but when me and Meg were talking about this idea, I really went back to an analogy of like riding a bike. Like when you first had to ride your bike, you had to learn, you had to have someone hold you, you had to have training wheels on it. But now, I mean, I haven't rode a bike in, I don't know, like 10 years. And I know I could just go out to the shed, pick one up and ride it. But it's because you have to expose yourself to things that might be scary at the beginning. And then eventually they become easier. I know a lot of things in my career so far, starting out, every little thing freaked me out. Like it was just a scary thing no matter what because I'd never experienced it before. So like every single thing that would come up, I would just lose my mind and I'd be like, oh, this is the biggest deal ever. Now literally the building could be on fire and I'd be like, why are you calling me? Call 911. You know, it's like there's it, there's just nothing that can really take me off or fluster me because if you expose yourself to more things, you just condition yourself to be able to accept what it is, think about it logically, and move forward. And that right there, my friends, is growth. But if you never expose yourself to any of those things, you're not going to do that. Because if you just sit there and sit in your normal, happy little world, it's going to be really hard to do that. So you have to challenge yourself. And that's one of the things that we did firsthand on this trip. Kind of reminds me of having your first versus your second kid actually like <laughs> when you're when you have your first kid everything's a big deal every little thing makes you nervous and scared you call the doctor because your kid like bumped their pinky toe on something and then you have your second kid and you're like they're bashing their forehead into the refrigerator and like their head is basically pulsing out of their head and you're like, mm, I think they're probably going to be okay. <laughs> and you send them to bed like 10 minutes later, which is a true story. We totally did this. <laughs> when our son, Maverick, who is almost two, was a few, no, he wasn't a few months old. How old was he? I don't know. He was like a year and something, so not that long ago. But he slammed into the side of the fridge and immediately had like the world's biggest goose egg on his forehead. Now, with our daughter, Harlan, when she, if she would have done this when she was little, I mean, we would have been like, oh my gosh, let's take her to the ER right now. Like, she's probably going to die tonight. And then with Maverick, we were like, well, he doesn't seem to be, he doesn't seem to be in any, like, bleeding and there's no, there's no anything big deal. Yeah, I can't remember what commercial those are, but do you remember what commercials where it's like the first kid and you're like packing everything up or you're like, have this wonderful bath. I think the one I love is you have this wonderful bath made up for the kid. And then with the second kid, the mom just hands it to the, hands the kid to the dad in the shower. <laughs> but really like the analogy of that is true. That's exactly what we're talking about because it's much like anything. When you first have your kid, it's a new thing and everything when it's a new thing can be a little scary and can be a little uncomfortable. But the more you lean into that, the more you become comfortable, which is why when you have your second kid, you're like, been there, done that. And by the way, I'm a happy third child who had all of those, had the parents who didn't care about any of the things that they would have cared about with my brothers. 
because they had been through it before. But really, the more that you expose yourself to new people and new experiences, you put yourself out there, you go into places that you may not be as comfortable with, the comfort comes over time. And like Megan was saying, it's not something where now all of a sudden she's going to be jumping on you know, a live video or going on a TV interview and be completely fine. It does take time, but I think she did slowly build up some confidence. Like I said, I saw it throughout the time we were there. I saw it throughout our conversations while we were there. And now next time around, she'll just have a little bit more where she's put herself out there and feels a little better about it. And I know that over time, if she goes back into her habits and goes back into the things that she's comfortable with, then she's going to go back into that wonderful comfort zone that we all love. And she's not going to be exposing herself to things and things aren't going to be going as well as she would have hoped. Oh yeah. Well, number one, I'm not going back to a comfort zone ever because it's just way too much fun to be learning new things all the time. And I don't want to be the same person that I am today, five years from now. I don't want to, writing a diary today and be writing the same exact things seven years from now. So that ain't going to happen. But just uh, real quick, because you were just saying that it never totally gets easy and I wouldn't be able to, you know, just do everything super comfortably, even though I did have growth. That's absolutely true because when we went to, I know when I went to the Amy Porterfield session before the session, I actually got to meet her. Of course, when I went up to her, I was like, I just don't feel like I have anything to say on live video. So I don't go live because her topic was going to be on live video, of course. And she was basically like, all right, well, here's the thing, you know, like you're just doing it for you right now until you get comfortable. And then, and then during the session, she called me out. She said, where's Megan? And I had to raise my hand. And of course, I'm just like completely, complete. I mean, I know, I know I was bright red. And then she's like, whoever, who else has ever felt like this and said what I had said? And nobody raised their hand. Literally in a whole room of a bazillion people, nobody else could stay, could say they felt like I did, which she was like, yeah, they're lying. But the point remains, I was bright red, the only one who would cop to this. And there I was. And it was uncomfortable. But I had still gone up to her beforehand, which I would have never done in my past lives. And I survived it. And I know that anything that comes like that again, I'll be able to get through and not die. So there's that. One of the things that's so amazing to me, too, is if you talk to any of the people that you look up to and they will be actually transparent and honest with you, which most of them will, they were all in the same place as you. I mean, all the people that I've talked to, like when you talk about certain fears or certain discomforts that you have, they're like, well, yeah, of course I had that, but I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and building up my confidence and building up my comfort level. But all of them started in a place like no one naturally is just like, okay, with like Meg was using an example, like going on live video. I mean, I guess there's probably some people that are, but most people, when you click it on and you see the little red light and you see your stupid face in it, you feel a little bit stupid. And that's just the way it is. But the more you put yourself out there, the better it's going to become. And that's with everything. And if you think about it, think about anything. 
right now and and think to yourself, what are things that you used to be uncomfortable with that you're now comfortable with? Okay, well, how did you become comfortable with those? You have to expose yourself to those things and it's so easy not to. But if you don't do it and you don't put yourself out there, then you never ever allow yourself the opportunity to grow. And if you're not growing, then you're not improving and you're just staying the same. So I guess if you're happy staying the same, so one, good for you. Two, I am not that way. So I will continue to put myself out there and pursue opportunities to grow because I know that every experience that I've had and everything that's been difficult and everything that where I've had to lean into the discomfort, I've come out a better person on the other end, even though in the moment it doesn't happen to be the greatest thing ever. In the case of this conference, it was a really good thing, but it was still an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to change. And so I challenge you today, go out there and do something that makes you uncomfortable. Maybe take a different drive home. Maybe go live if that's your thing. I don't know what your thing is. Maybe speak in front of a group of people. But just put yourself out there. And then afterwards, after you've faced that discomfort and after you get over whatever it is in your mind that you've built it up to be, I promise you it's not going to be as bad as you thought it was. And on the other side, you're going to feel a lot better about it. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you back here next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in another show of Fools in Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools in Love podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.